0: Welcome to the Life's Necessities and Luxuries radio show. Today, our host, Don Marie Mutel, your life's commodities broker, will bring you fashion, beauty tips, business acumen, teach you where to find the life's greatest necessities and the finest luxuries. Now, here's Don Marie. Hey, it's Da Marie from Life's Necessities and Luxuries. Thank you for stopping by today for another episode. This is going to be a short episode, but it's pretty important because I found I asked myself this question, and now I'm going to ask you. What would you do if you had to have a stay at a hospital for an extended amount of time? Would you feel like you can handle it, or would you feel like you were going to lose your mind? Well, I thought the second for myself, but it was three days after Christmas, December 28th of 2017, I was just about to go to bed and I fell violently ill. I started having severe pain in my abdomen, and even though I had vomited, I was still in some serious pain. And I was also having trouble breathing, and nothing was subsiding, and I knew I was in deep trouble. My boyfriend had gone home to sleep at his apartment that evening, and fortunately, we live in the same complex, but didn't want to wake him until he was up for work, which is usually very early at 4.30 in the morning. I phoned him at 5 and told him how badly I felt, barely being able to speak, and asked him if he would drive me to the emergency room. Thankfully, the hospital was a close ride from home. I knew I wasn't going to be able to drive myself, and I wasn't going to feel any better until I found out what was going on. I was so grateful that the emergency room was empty, because as we all know, Emergency rooms could be a nightmare, and I was seen very quickly. They sent me in for a CAT scan of my stomach and found out that I had gallbladder and gallstone problems and pancreatitis. They immediately checked me into the hospital. My boyfriend, Jesse, was so scared I could see the look on his face. He looked scared like a cat in a room full of rocking chairs. The hospital that I was checked into was only a couple years old and beautifully done. I had my own room, thankfully, and the staff was such a blessing. They were so pleasant and they really helped me out. And this made for a much nicer stay than I feared. But one of the first things that I thought about was a short stay I had many years ago after an ankle surgery in the hospital. And so I immediately went down my list of things that I knew I needed. So here's a couple of things I want you to think about if you are ever in that position, which I hope you never are, but life is so unpredictable, and I pray that you never do get ill and have to go to the hospital. But in case you ever do, here's a couple of things that I put on my list to take with me. Obviously, my cell phone and my charger, my iPad and its charger, a mini laptop bag, which includes a charger and a mouse, a message recorder in case I had the urge to do a podcast, which was how I thought of this episode, my makeup face chart, sketch pad, and colored pencils with sharpeners because I found that coloring makes the time go by, and even though I was in pain, there were times where I just felt really bored. I would just get on the sketch pad and do something easy and Get my mind off of everything else that was going on. Flip-flops for the showers and the bathrooms, the common bathrooms, if you have to go use a shower outside which I had to do and that was down the halls. A nail filing clipper because sometimes your nails get out of whack and having that handy was really helpful. Your own hairbrush because the hairbrush that they offer you at the hospitals is kind of like a doll brush and it really doesn't work unless you're a baby with really fine hair. Several pair of underwear, deodorant, shampoo and conditioner, and skin moisturizer, and of course a pair of tweezers because I noticed within the first three days that like the hair's grown wild and had to maintain some of that. I also asked him to bring me a few copies of the latest fashion magazines and the books that I had in my apartment that I was in the process of reading. Now, mind you, when you're ill, obviously, you're probably going to sleep most of the time. But there are going to be times where I didn't know how long I was going to be there for. And I wound up being there for three weeks, which to me was a really long time. They couldn't do the surgery on the gallbladder because the pancreatitis, the stomach was so inflamed that they had to wait. I was only allowed to eat ice chips for the first 72 hours. And let me tell you, I didn't think I'd get through that, but I did. After the fifth day, they had to transfer me to a different hospital. One where they had a pancreas specialist who specialized in pancreas surgery in case they had to operate on the pancreas, which thankfully they did not. But they weren't sure what was going to happen. And it just seemed like I knew I had to make the decision that I wasn't going to lose my mind and just say, you know what, when God says it's time to go, it's time to go. And I'll just have to relax while I'm here and enjoy it and think of it as a mini vacation, even though... It was far from a vacation. But I want you to think about, if you do get stuck in a hospital, how you can make yourself comfortable during your stay because it's never easy to be taken away from your home and your daily routine and the things you have to do but sometimes it's just inevitable and we have to do what we have to do. <laughs> when I had the first hospital, it was new and it was beautiful and everything was clean and, and you know, I was really concerned about Mercer. So another thing that I thought about doing was every time they took me out of the hall to go take me for a test or something else or move me to a different floor, or even just to go walk out to go use the shower facility, I would make sure I would put on those masks that you can cover your mouth and nose just so that you don't catch any extra germs because that's all you need is to pick up some kind of flu or virus while you're recovering from something else. And to this day, when I go to the doctor appointments, Even when I walk into the room, the first thing I do before I even walk in there is put them on because you just don't know how many people are sick when they go to the doctor, right? So I pick up something that you don't need to. But when they sent me to the second hospital, I was pretty shocked because I knew the first hospital was beautiful, and the second one was a much older hospital. And when the lady, I walked into the room, she was putting sheets on my bed. I even noticed that they had two holes in the sheets, and I said, can you please give me another set? And then I look around in this little dingy bathroom, and on the corner of the floor, there was dirt, and I asked her to have somebody kind of and clean it because I was just really afraid of catching Mercer as I knew a lady who lived in my building and she went to the hospital for one thing and she actually died because she picked up Mercer. So it's scary and uh, you want to make sure everything is really clean and sanitized and make sure that even when the nurses come in, if they touch you, you know, try to get some sanitizing gel and clean your hands or wherever they touch you because you don't know who they just touched before you. Well, thankfully, they they went through the surgery. They took out the gallbladder and the gallstones, and I feel much better. I I got to lose some weight, which is great, and I knew I was blowing up from inflammation, which they still couldn't find out why. So I guess it was a blessing in disguise. But that's it for today, and I wish you all really great health, and hopefully you will never have to have a stay in the hospital. But if you do, remember those things to take with you to make it pleasant, let the days go by. And one of the things that I did was I didn't turn on the TV for, for different things. I would watch a movie from time to time when my boyfriend came to visit me. But they had this station, which I thought was really amazing, where it was just nature channel. And it just showed beautiful scenery all day, 24 hours a day. So I just watched that all day long, and I felt really connected to God, and I felt very connected to the Earth, Mother Earth, and I feel like that had a lot to do with my healing and me not getting stressed out, um, not watching the news and seeing what was going on with, with around the world, and I just felt like you know, get into your own little zone, whatever you have to do to make a speedy recovery. And thanks for stopping by. And don't forget to stop at www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries and sign up for the ultimate travel guide list that you can pick up for free. And if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family and subscribe so that you'll never miss out an episode. And remember to live peacefully, happily, lovingly, and successfully. Until the next time, namaste. If you like what you hear, tell someone. If you like what you hear, be a dear and pass it on. Don't forget to stop at our website, www.lifesnecessitiesandluxuries.com for more tips, tricks, tutorials to live a very necessary and luxurious life.